We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Eel Draven, Ninja Skelts, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowbell, Surreal, CPX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandob, Monster, Icebug, Spenguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynason, Dolly Cowschef, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Lato Play, Wisp, Zeke, and Strawcab. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to WeLikeDota.com and follow the links to the Patreon. We Like Dota episode 330 starts now. Welcome, listeners. Hello, Internet. This is Jim, your host for We Like Dota episode 330, and I am joined by Sam. It's me. Hello. How are you, Sam? I'm hanging in. Spring has sprung in Pittsburgh. Feels good. Yes. Did you enjoy the beautiful weather today? I have, yes. Uh, Margaret is home from uh, daycare because a uh, teacher in her class had symptoms so we need a negative test to come back sure. so she's home and um so we hung out outside it was nice it's good good day oh that's very nice yeah took a job I... felt good how about you i took the garbage out that's good yep can't have that building up inside nope had some rough cheese i found in the fridge took the garbage right out that was my interaction with the outdoors ah like you threw away the rough cheese (laughs) (laughs) yeah i may not have actually interacted with the outdoors other than open windows but for the rough cheese but oh it's good it's good it's good to yeah i'm proud of you (laughs) (laughs) thanks thank you rough cheese (laughs) rough cheese that should be your new name (laughs) i have a new picture in dota oh really what is it Oh, it's uh. Have you seen that picture on Twitter of like the high school band? The answer, these, like... the answer is already no because I'm not on Twitter. But okay. unless I saw it on Reddit, I don't know what is it. You might have. It's like it's like a high school band and they're all in individual pods. Uh, yeah, <laughs> playing music and the tuba player is like really cramped in the pod. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. and he has this like I can't believe I'm doing this look and I just kind of zoomed in on him and he's I'm representing him. Good. That's that sounds. On brand for my guy, Jim. The <laughs> <laughs> tuba player who's had enough of this. <laughs> Aren't we all the tuba player? <laughs> yeah. And it's Dota, so we've all had enough of this as well. We've had enough. Get us out. <laughs> Sam, how has Dota made you feel this week? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at it go. Look at it go. Um, Dota has made me feel pretty, pretty well when I play with friends. That that's always the trick for me. But I I forget this, and I need to be reminded every you know every so often. I, I think because mm-hmm. like now that I'm working from home, I can like you know surprising to no one. Uh, I'm not. I, I can do my job in less than eight hours. 
So right. <laughs> um, I have a lot of downtime throughout the day when, you know, when Margaret is at daycare. So I, I end up playing like a bunch of turbo games just by myself. <laughs> and it's, oh. it's not the way, it's just not the right way to, um, you know, I don't know, to be playing Dota. But when I, I do play with friends, I played a game with you a little while back. Yes, we did. Um, we played with Bob and Sam Trilling, who did his patented mid chin. Yes. Um, which I actually just played the game with him yesterday. He did the same thing to the same effect, crushed it. Um, mid <laughs> mid chin. Uh, Bay looked. You should. You know, you've been out midded. <laughs> oh, oh shots fired yeah yeah we have a there's a new king his name is other sam and um <laughs> i don't even understand how mid chen works he just ends up being like a really farmed position five chen <laughs> um but it's great uh so the game that we played you were on Bloodseeker. i was on shadow shaman mm. um shadow shaman is my new support friend um super Mm. super into him he just has so much disable he's so annoying he has a big right click which is weird (laughs) it's like a a short um attack range but it it packs a punch and uh he pushes so he's got like a little bit of everything and the shackles are insanely frustrating to play against once especially yeah. once you have aether lens and then he has a talent that gives him even more cast range it, it's pretty insufferable you kind of have to go on him yeah um like if you get off a full shackle it's really brutal <laughs> it just how is. many seconds is that that's a great question let me look at uh the dota thing um do 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 it is max duration at level four is five seconds. <laughs> oh, oh, it's pretty wild. <laughs> Good lord. Um. So yeah. So I don't know. Did you have fun in that game? It, it was a. It was kind of a comeback. That one. Yeah. Uh, now I remember that game. And yeah, Sam's <laughs> Sam's mid Chen. It's like he's mid. And he's a pretty good player, so it goes okay. And then at some point, like, this army just shows up in your lane. And you're like, all right, I guess we push the tower now. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bloodseeker. This is the game where I tried to go Orb of Corrosion Falcon Blade. You did that. Mm-hmm. And my conclusion was that that's too much small stuff. Yeah. And I would have been happier if I just had, like, one of them and a javelin. I think you're right. Yeah. Because even the game, like, I felt like it was going all right. Like, I wasn't dying. Mm -hmm. Like, early on, at least. I mean, I had an orb of corrosion and a falcon blade. Like, I had all the stuff. But it took me a while to kind of get going. And I think it all could have happened earlier if I had just not built only small items yeah it's always a it's a tough balance yeah the items and they had a uh what do you call them dazzle we had to go on yeah it's frustrating 
what? we had our we had a, an alk on our team who went <laughs> uh battle fury radiance the patented double farming item <laughs> did, did he give anyone ag scepters he did, I don't think so. He did not, no. But okay. <laughs> um, Sam Trilling, I see here, ended up with a Divine Rapier at the end. I don't know if that was something he picked up <laughs> from the enemy team or what that was. I think it, I think he just bought a Rapier at the end. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess he just bought a Rapier. Why not? It was a fun game. I like Bloodseeker. I played Bloodseeker again and in a solo queue game. And I won. You won. He's a good, yeah. He's a good hero. So in, yeah, I think so. So in six months, I'll play another solo queue game. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, you talking about uh, you know, item progressions and stuff. It's part of why I think I've started just playing support is like there there aren't that many choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like. In terms of items, you just you you do your thing. <laughs> no matter what you choose, it's like pretty okay. <laughs> right, right. Like you're gonna get a glimmer or a four staff or an aether lens. Uh, you know, just hit your buttons. Right. As long as I remember to use them, I feel good about it. <laughs> yeah, and the aether lens you don't even have to use. Exactly. That's. That's something that's... You know, you ended this game I'm seeing here with 17 kills. That's a lot of kills. Yeah, I came on strong at the end. Yeah. I started to... Uh, I finally had purchased items that would help me kill people. You got that and, uh, You got that thing that roots people. That's a good one. Yeah, the Gleipnir. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really good. Because he likes... Uh, what's it called? Maelstrom anyway. Because uh, he gets like a ton of attack speed from his Q. Mm. And then you just add that, and then you can root the entire team at your blood rate. Yeah, it's great. It's very effective. And he doesn't need attack speed. Like, you could go Mjolnir, but if you're already getting like 150 attack speed from your Q, you're good. You're, you know? Yeah, you're you're totally good. Yeah. Uh. That's what's cool about him, and that's what, that's what I've always liked about Bloodseeker, is that you don't have to buy anything on him. Right. Did, like, he does what he does, and then you so can just get what you need. What, what happened? Because they, they changed his Q, and he was, like, terrible. Did they just, like, fix the numbers, or what? Uh, it, it's been a journey. <laughs> <laughs> they changed his Q to make it... Uh, pull off health per second of a percentage uh, for him. So it would cost him, now it cost him 2% of his max health. It was up to like 2.8 or something when they first did it. And people just kept trying to use it. And uh, like, unless you're late in the game, you're going to lose a lot of HP that way. Sure. And then people realized that Bloodrite was super good. And so they started playing him <laughs> with that ridiculous like arcane boots rush. <laughs> and you just cast blood right on every wave. Yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, I enjoyed that. Like you'd go like shoe, atos, greaves, um, and you just blood right 
constantly when it's on cooldown. Uh-huh. So then they nerfed Bloodright a bit. And I guess they buffed Blood Rage, his Q, a bit. And now it seems like you can go either way. Like the the constant Bloodright spam build, people don't do it because it's inefficient. Like it used to be like insanely efficient. Mm. But like at like human levels where you're not going to be efficient anyway, it just you just buy two more mangoes and you can just <laughs> sure sure you know what I mean like it's like you're not perfect anyway right yeah so it it's not it wasn't a nerf that like nerfed him for um bad people it nerfed him like off that that overpowered in pro matches level it makes sense yeah and then he just uh you can just get whatever you want and that the Blood Rage gives 150 attack speed at level 4, and there's a plus 30 talents. It's 180 attack speed for free. Yeah. With 100% uptime. It's wild. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you you uh, spectated another game that I played. <laughs> I did. I showed up late, and I got to watch you in The Return of Greg. You just missed us, um, which was unfortunate. But um, So it was Greg, Bob... And a uh, friend of the show, well, friend of you folks in real life, right, Jen? Yeah, yeah, good friend of Bob's. Um, and I mean, I, a friend of mine, I've met her, but, you know. <laughs> sure. Um, I gotta say, like, Jen is very new to Dota and is really astoundingly competent for <laughs> for, like, only playing bot games. It, yeah, it like honestly baffles my little mind. <laughs> yeah, were you there? Were you there for her first pub? Yeah, we won. Yeah, we won, and and I think it might have been Sam Trilling or Prater or Strawcat or whoever was watching and waiting to jump on our stack. Like they couldn't believe it was her first pub. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I forget what she played in that game. Um, yeah, I have no. I think it might have been ogre. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it was an ogre. Um But she played an off lane Huskar with Greg as the position four Earthshaker. Yeah. And she just like did Huskar stuff. <laughs> it was like just incredible. She yeah. went like five and six, had you know, like fine net worth. Um Yeah, I mean it was a turbo game. Um, but you know, right, so right. it so it's all like a little bit silly. But um, she was like, "What's turbo?" We're like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> um, I played Ursa, and I had like a three minute battle fury or something. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. They just it was you and Bob was playing someone that comboed well with Ursa. Dazzle. Right? He was playing Dazzle. Dazzle. Yeah. Yeah, and like you just got like two kills early, and then they just gave the Ursa free farm in a turbo game. Oh, it was. I actually had a six. You know, excuse me. It was a six minute battle fury. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, all the timings in turbo are stupid anyway, but. Uh, right. Yeah, it was. I think it was like an off lane. It was a weird lane. It was like Invoker Coddle. And. Um, yeah, you just get like a little bit out of position, and. Bob as Dazzle put the Q, whatever poison touch. Yeah. And then 
me with my earth shock thing um it was just mean like just so my <laughs> my whole game was really easy <laughs> um and the the viper uh he he got a rampage oh yeah that was pretty good yeah so yeah the rando who wasn't me it was better than the time that we played and you got so tilted that you started yelling at the enemy coddle and comparing him to which pro player <laughs> puppy you're like what is this guy puppy he's he's, he's playing coddle the way he's supposed to be played what what, what are you this is so still this is so stupid <laughs> I know who uh, who in my pubs sits there coddle in front of the mid tower and just blasts the wave out over and over again. <laughs> We're so upset. <laughs> I was. We won that game too. I forget who we were playing, but <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy comeback. I think. Yeah. Anyway, how was your week in Dota? Mine was good. Uh, speaking of heroes that can build anything, mm. uh, my week in Dota. Was all about Furion. Yeah. The Nature's Prophet. I finally committed to making Nature's Prophet one of my heroes, Sam. Mm. I've always wanted to. One of my first cosmetics I ever purchased was the Christmas tree, oh. uh, Treant. Splendid. And I like Micro, and he just like fits everything I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started playing him. And, uh, I played a game with Lynx, friend of the show. We uh, we had a good lane. I forget who. We were, oh, we were up against this Jug, and Jug didn't buy boots very early, but I did, and so he kept trying to spin on me, and I would just walk away. And this happened just over and over again. It must have been very frustrating for him. That's really funny because Nature's Prophet is slow. Yeah, but but I got the early boots because I'm like, well, Jug's gonna spin on me. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. And he's like, well, kind of. <laughs> um, but we killed him a bunch, and my trains did good work. And it was just like things fell in my way. Uh, I got like a triple kill pretty early with my ultimate. Like across the map. Like I saw there were icons near each other, so I just like fired it off. Nice. <laughs> it was like triple kill. And he starts. He does like the automatic taunt. Yeah. yeah. Round of money shows up. I'm like, oh, cool. I'll take it. Uh, they couldn't deal with, you know, me pushing, and it was just super fun. And I kind of owned the game. You were playing as the three. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I went. I you know this guy Monkeys Forever. Mm-hmm. He has a uh, a lot of games on Nature's Profit, and so he does a bunch of videos on Nature's Profit. Mm. And he used to do uh, Naked Orb of Corrosion into Orchid. No, no not even Shoe. Oh boy. <laughs> and he's very good at Nature's Profit, Sam, let me tell you. Yeah. That's a little tougher for me. Right. So I went I went shoe, Orb of Corrosion, Orchid. <laughs> but like the Orb of Corrosion, like once you get it, it doesn't slow people that much because you're ranged. But you get hit them for minus three armor, and then you have like three or four treants at that point in the game. Mm. And they are just getting beat up and they don't realize it. And they have to run away. I had 43 denies that game. That's, yeah, that'll do it. It was great. And uh, it was just fun. They could get the you get the shard and get the greater trans. I, I do not use the 
cheating treant cosmetic. What's the che- what is that? Uh, the mushroom one, the one that comes with the mushroom hat set. The greater treants don't look any different from regular treants. Mm. And and as I've said, I think on the pod, Valve won't patch that out. <laughs> and so tournaments are just relegated to banning it, like telling people they can't use that cosmetic. <laughs> Which is so dumb. But uh it's, it's on brand for everybody involved. Yeah. Yeah. Seems good. Yeah, and so I've I've gotten used to like spotting couriers and TPing and like spotting people who are fleeing. Nice. So the next game, I had one of my greatest plays <laughs> in my seven years of Dota. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember why, but I picked uh, Ancient Apparition. Okay. And I'm like, all right, I'll just go five. I think we had a Wraith King. Oh, we did have a Wraith King. He was crazy. He was just blinking at people and just dying. Nice. Over and over again. My, it was... <laughs> my, my kind of dude. <laughs> yeah, I think we were playing with Straw Cab. He's like, me, Straw Cab, and Straw Cab's like, this Wraith King's crazy. <laughs> and he was. It was great. Um, he was very PMA the whole time. Like, he wasn't blaming us or anything. That's good. So we have this team fight. And we're up against this Dragonite. I found Dragonite to be like really strong in every game I play. Yeah. I think he's like very good now. Would... But they have a Dragonite who's like impossible to kill because my AA blast only lasts like four seconds on him. It doesn't do any damage because he has his Aghanim Scepter. Uh, yeah, that's tough. And we get this fight. Like they kind of jump on me. I think I got a blast off or something. But I'm waiting to respawn. And they're still fighting. They're still going. And it's really close. And Strawcab gets away as Marana. And he starts like, we're dire. He starts running up into the triangle. The battle took place in the Radiant uh, Safe Lane jungle. So he's coming across the river. And he cuts back toward mid lane to dodge whoever might be coming for him. And I respawn. And I'm like, I know where this Nature's Prophet's going to be. <laughs> so I TP to the tier two uh, off lane. To get an angle on where the Nature's Prophet's going to be. And I fire off my ult blind. And I hit him. Just as he TPs in. And uh, Strokeheim turns around and kills him. Because he's affected by the the thing. And I started yelling. <laughs> at my house. Like, I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> and I might have woken up kids. I don't even know. I was so excited. <laughs> and then I went back to defending high ground. Because we couldn't kill the strategy tonight. But... It was uh, it was the best one of the best plays I've ever made. I was so excited. It sounds like the best, and that's AA, right? Like you can, like other heroes, you can't do that. No, and it's like Enigma, where everybody thinks you're good at Enigma because you just have to hit one black hole, mm. and everyone's gonna remember that one. I don't know about that. I do. Yeah, you hit one near the end of the game, and like everyone's like, Enigma won us the game. And you're like, okay, like you didn't you forgot all the first five black holes that missed everything. <laughs> and the same thing, like you hit one of these blind uh, ALs, and uh, you think you're a puppy <laughs> or solo. I remember I was at I was at the New York live thing, uh, ESL One New York in Madison Square Garden, uh-huh. and. Virtus Pro was there and Solo was playing AA. This is like 2000, this is like 2015 or something. 
And every time he'd fire off the AAL, the whole crowd would go, oh. <laughs> and when it hit, they'd go, oh. And he started like getting into it. Like he'd stand up and like rile the crowd up. It's good times. It was a lot of fun. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. And I can't remember anything else from that game except this Dragon Knight that we couldn't kill. But then eventually, like the Dragon Knight, Dover Tier 4s. <laughs> Like the Wraith King blinked, he activated this BKB and then blinked into a sprout <laughs> that he couldn't get out of. And we're like, oh my god, this crazy Wraith King just threw the game. But then the sprout runs out and like DK died without buyback, so we just won. Nice. Was, yeah, I was like, I'll take it. Yeah. Heck yeah. But I'm still like, I'm still riding high off that. Then I played on Thursday and I lost all my games, but I don't remember those. <laughs> Fair enough. Should we uh, move on to news? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. All right, Sam, have you been following the Dota Pro Circuit? Not a bit. <clears throat> yeah, I don't even know if it's happening. I don't think it's even happening anymore. Yeah, I think that's correct. Only China's finishing up their uh, group stages and. I don't know anything about that because they don't play during my regular work hours. <laughs> so I guess that's going to finish. And I heard pro teams don't want to go to Singapore because they're not going to be able to scrim or something. Suns fan was saying something. I can't even follow this stuff. I don't know, bud. Whatever. <laughs> have you heard about the cartoon? Yes. I haven't watched the trailer, though, because uh, I don't know. I'm not like super excited about it i'm a little skeptical i'll put it that way okay what what drives your skepticism i just like like why should i trust them to make a good show i I guess that's true of everyone right yeah but like them especially like they don't do lore Oh, oh, like Valve? Is Valve even associated with, like, writing it? I don't know. (laughs) It's their IP, though, you know? So, like, the source material isn't exactly, like, lush. Yeah. Although, that, I also think they wouldn't care about their IP. Like, as long as they were getting paid. Sure. So, like, if there are good writers, they could kind of do whatever they wanted. And Valve would just be like, whatever. Well, like, who is making... Uh, tell us about it. Who Who is making it? Do we know? No. Okay. I don't. Okay. It's <laughs> the animation studio is the same one that did uh, Legend of Korra. Oh, okay. We're fine, then. It's going to be great. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I've totally... You, that's all you had to say. <laughs> Got it. I'm, done. I'm almost done with Korra. You know, I stopped on the last season. And um, I can't even put my finger on why exactly. Yeah, I don't think it's quite as strong as the earlier ones. It's I don't think it's as good a series as uh, Avatar. Sure, yeah, I agree. But I love uh, John Michael Higgins, who does the voice of Varric, the industrialist. Oh, he's my favorite character, I think. Yeah, and so like anything John Michael Higgins is in, I'm like, yep, I'm in. <laughs> it's such, um, a, such a silly character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i cannot wait i'm telling my kids i cannot wait until they're old enough to see best in show oh yeah it's a good one because they love dogs and it's all legitimately funny yeah it's good 
And I don't know if John Michael Higgins is associated with the Dota cartoon. Probably not. Yeah, I suppose we're supposed to be talking about that, right? I think this that is like all you need to know about the cartoon. It's <laughs> how excited yeah, well, I'm just like, yeah, it exists. I, I don't know. I got a little bit of beef with these people, though. Okay. Apparently, it's going to be like adult-themed. Okay. I can't watch it with my kids if there's like... Maybe you just like put your pinky toe in first and you know yeah see see how it is like i don't i don't i don't have to see that <laughs> i yeah like what does that add like i don't want to see dragonite you know, take <laughs> off his armor it's fine i mean if he's killing dragons and people or whatever fine right yeah. but i don't have to see other things well well, I, I just give it a chance. Who knows? I will. Although my kids are all into it now because I told them, "Oh, they're gonna make a cartoon. It's in the core people. Yay!" Mm. Well, and they're like, "Well, this is a grown-up cartoon." I'm like, "What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, we'll see what happens." Do you think yeah. that this is gonna like um, bring new players into Dota or what? I think it will. Okay. How's that going to go? Yeah, I don't know. Um, everyone's saying, like, oh, there's so many Smurfs. People are going to come in and get killed by Smurfs. Like, bruh, if you're a new player, you're going to come in and get killed by, like, us. Right. <laughs> you don't even need, you know, Bailuck on his fourth account. The Smurfs are, I don't think, are the problem in the new player experience. Like right. the problem with the new player experience is the toxic people who already play Dota. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which has been like which has been boiled down and simmered until it's this concentrated That's you right. know, rage and contempt. That's right, exactly. It's, it's, yeah, no. No, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be dreadful. But have you heard about your boy? Uh oh. Sir Action Slacks. No, other than he's a dad, I don't know. He is. Congratulations. Yes, congrats. He has commissioned people to build a new player experience, like a tutorial for the game. Oh, nice. And apparently he's like taking donations and probably putting up some of his own money and raising it from whatever organizations he's part of. Sure. And they're paying like actual modders to make a new player experience, like a whole tutorial. That's great. I love that. I know, that's, like, amazing. I hope it goes well. So what, would it be, like, in the arcade? Would that be how it... Yeah, I guess. I guess the idea is they'd make it for the arcade, and then, you know, he could, like, use his juice sure. with Valve yeah. to try to get them to just put it on the front page or something. <laughs> hey, I did your job. Can you just at least <laughs> put it on the front page? I feel like he has enough juice to wear, like, a lot of people would hear about it. Oh, like I'm sure Valve is aware. Well, even uh, even if Valve was like, no, we don't want to do that. I feel like people would find it. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Because people who are just starting off are going to show up and they're going to Google it and yeah. end up on Reddit and Reddit. I mean, God bless them. But <laughs> at least they'll find their way to Sir Action Slack somehow. It's a good it's a good place to find yourself. 
the sweet bosom, the sweet bosom of Sarkson's things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah, he's good. He is. He's good. Uh, Purge. I saw Purge coaching some like person today. It was pretty funny. Oh really? Yeah, I guess she's like talent from some other esport. Okay. She's getting into Dota, and so I just like I like that I saw he had. She was playing Luna. He was playing Dazzle, and he had uh, Midas, Octarine, Scotty. Okay. <laughs> like, apparently, just having fun. That's good. And they were just talking about like esports. Nice. But, yeah. Should we move on to uh, the hero of the week? Yes, sounds good to me. Very cool. You're tougher than I thought. Come along. Have a cookie. Meepo. More meepo. I love you guys. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. Some alternative nomenclature for time. <laughs> Dude, there was this woman on this uh, uh, virtual meeting I was on who put her pronouns after her name. Sure. She did parentheses. She comma her. My mind was like blown. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> Is that not Is it? not not acceptable? No, normally it's like forward slash. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was me like it was into punctuation. I was like, whoa, this power move into punctuation. Me. <laughs> I was so into it. I changed. I couldn't change mine then because I was already in the meeting. <laughs> I guess I should. Um, I oh, should for future meetings. I should put that. Uh, I need to put that into my thing. Yeah, people at work start doing it, so I did it. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to change it to all lowercase with a comma. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> that's that's my expression. Um, the hero of the week this week, Sam. Furion. Yes. What's his other name? What do people call him? Nature's Prophet. Thank you, Nature's Prophet. Only the old school call him Furion. <sighs> yeah. That's right. Um, uh, he, he's fun. Do you, so you said you wanted to play him, right? Yeah, I do. Um, but first, and most importantly, the lore. Yes. So, <clears throat> the goddess of the woods, Verodicia. Uh, she, she filled up the green places is what it says. Mm-hmm. So uh, she, you know, made everything nice and lush and green. She planted all the seeds, um, but they hadn't sprouted yet. And so she was done. She planted everything. But then she realized, she was like, oh, no, I'm I'm dying here. This, uh, you know, this has kind of taken everything out of me. This is my one one last gift. Um, and she was sad because she wasn't able to see all her planting like come to fruition. So she found one last seed in her pouch uh, oh. that she had missed uh, when she was sowing. And so she spoke a little word into the seed and swallowed it as she died. And then she decomposed. <laughs> okay but, this is, there's a lot of uh lore that does not involve furion so far well just wait for it it's a big right. big lead up 
She she became the humus that would feed the seedlings in the spring. It's very important that she became the humus. She's the humus. <laughs> um, and so from that seed stepped nature's prophet in full leaf, strong and wise, possessing her power. And um, that's that's basically nature's prophet. Wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me he's a plant? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he sprouted. Don't you see his animation when he teleports? He sprouts. Yeah, I mean, it's a teleport. It could be anything. <laughs> I don't know. He, he came. I didn't know he was a plant. He came from a seed, so he's like a Groot, I would say. Yeah, he is green. Yeah. So he probably photosynthesizes. <laughs> this is. Man, we got to like put him in different themes now. He's an actual plant. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess if you come from a seed, you're a plant, right? <laughs> I guess that's the that is the the framework I was operating from. I guess I have no idea, actually. Like, what makes you a plant? <laughs> well, I I think that's <laughs> we we'll get we'll ask Charlene about this. She's the biologist. Yeah, exactly. We're not qualified. We're not. We're not. Um, so let's talk nature's prophet. You want to take us through some of the abilities? Absolutely. He is a ranged intelligence hero who does a lot of damage with his base attack, attacks fairly quickly, uh, and has great stat gain. He gets 2.6 strength per level, 3.6 agility per level. It's a lot of armor and attack speed, uh, 3.7 intelligence per level. So he's a pretty nasty right clicker. Uh, just by himself, which is important because his abilities are kind of weird and don't necessarily do all that much. They're very weird. <laughs> very weird. His Q is Sprout, which sprouts a ring of trees around a unit, trapping it in place and providing vision in a 500 unit radius. Uh, cast range scales from 625 to 850, cooldown from 11 seconds to 8, duration from three seconds to six. And those are actual trees that are sprouted. So if you have a quelling blade or a battle fury, you can cut through it. Uh, or if you're timber saw. Yeah, you can chain through it. I guess you could jump on them if you're Monkey King. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're Treant Protector, I suppose you could go invisible. <laughs> ooh. Yeah, I guess you could. And also, I believe you could eat them for extra tango. Oh, cool. I don't know if that's true. I think it is, though. Okay. We'll go with it. Yeah. And therefore, if you're late in the game and you don't have a way to get through those because you put your Quelling Blade away and didn't buy Battle Fury, you could get stuck for like six seconds inside the Sprout. Yeah, it's tough. It gets broken by all stuff that trees get broken by, so like a Force Staff. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, there are a lot of ways out, but there's also, like, a lot of ways that you can't get out. Like, BKB doesn't get you through it. Right. For example. Um, Should also so again, probably note that when the trees are around, like, if Furion casts it around himself, you can't ah. see Furion anymore. Right, they grant vision for Furion and his team, but not the opposing team. Mm-hmm. They block vision. And apparently there's a way you can cast it on the fountain. Like you can cast it exactly on the fountain and things can't attack it. Or not the fountain, the uh, the ancient. Oh. Okay. Is that true or am I thinking of something else? I don't really know. 
Maybe I'm thinking of something else. In any case, <laughs> uh, it's weird, but good. Also, this is related to the shard. I'm kind of jumping around here, but... Um, yeah, it's probably worth going over. So, I'm trying to find the description of everything that the shard does. <laughs> <laughs> Again, weird. Uh, so, it the shard, to my understanding, makes it so that the first two trees that are broken mm-hmm. uh, create greater treants. Yes. So this is important because if you cast Sprout around yourself and then somebody tries to chop in to get to you, that tree becomes a greater treant and they still don't have vision. <laughs> well, they do have vision, <laughs> I guess, over you, but they can't like get to you. <laughs> Right, yeah, so if if you sprout an enemy and they use a Quangle on one, then there's just a monster there. Right. So that And they still can't get out unless they have phase boots. Yes. <laughs> this happened when I was playing against a triad and it was like I, I literally didn't know this shard was in the game. Like I didn't know <laughs> this shard did. And I was like, Why are there triads just sprouting randomly? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I see him? <laughs> it was horrible. Anyway, continue. <laughs> no, no, you're right. And the the other key thing is that those greater treants can be summoned every eight seconds. Because you can cast Sprout, and then the first two trees that are you know either destroyed or just decay over time, like disappear at the end of the duration, become greater treants. Right, yeah. So every eight seconds you can summon greater two greater treants. Even though Nature's Call, which we'll get to, is on a 37-second cooldown. It's pretty great. Yes. Uh, W is my constant answer for what ability would you have in real life if you could have one Dota ability. (laughs) It is teleportation. You wouldn't choose invisibility? No, you gotta choose teleportation, dude. Why? You, You can go anywhere. You just, like, pick up your stick and hold it over your head and, like... You know, you're in New York. You didn't have to take the train. <laughs> okay, yeah. You're at work. You don't have to commute. <laughs> no, you had never listened to a podcast again. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so, again, teleportation uh, teleports to any teleports to any point on the map. That's right. After a three second uh, channel, he just shows up anywhere. He clicks even into fog, uh, at the enemy side of the map, uh, right into their fountain. If you're an intentional feeder in one of my Overwatch cases, <laughs> and it's a 50 second cooldown at level one, scaling down to 20 second cooldown at level two. Uh, it is the only permanent teleport anywhere in the game. Uh, Io can teleport anywhere, but he he jumps back, so he could like deposit people places. Right. But Fury can actually get anywhere every t- every twenty seconds. It does not share a cooldown with his uh, TP scrolls yep. or boots of travel, and it makes him an automatic plus one to like any team fight. Yeah, I think that's one of the cool things about Furion is that it like changes the way you have to respond to the game or like think about the game. Um, yeah. Because it's not just like, oh, I'm getting dove on my tower. Somebody should TP in. It's also like, hey, why not aggressively kill this person in lane? <laughs> like, we can do it. <laughs> yeah, I can just be there. Yeah. 
And then you can TP back uh, to the tower with your TP scroll. Yeah, totally. Um, if you want to do that, you can TP back to the fountain and buy stuff or refill your resources and then and then use this spell to get back to lane. You could do a million things. Also, just logistically, uh, there is a visual effect for this. So you'll see, I think the stock one is like little trees, like kind of sprouting out of the ground. Yeah. And then there's like an immortal that's like a flower and whatever. Yep. Yeah, it's super good. Uh, you get to learn how to time enemy movements by seeing them on the minimap for a second if they're running away. And then you try to show up right where they are with your orchid ready. <laughs> uh, you can get couriers this way. It's great. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fun. His E is Nature's Call. Converts an area of trees into treants under the command of Nature's Prophet. The number of treants you get from the trees is scales from two up to five. Uh, if you are me, it is always one less than that because you misaim it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You actually have to hit trees with it. You have to hit enough trees within the little circle. Yeah, I found that out the hard way that like, if you're, like I was in my base and I wanted to make some. And uh, just, I was like, oh, there's a tree. I'll cast it there. So I only got, like, one tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I was playing that game, even that game I was, like, doing well on, I think Straw Cab was watching the end of it because he was going to join our stack after. Mm -hmm. And I'm just pushing a lane, and I, I you know, summon, like, three treants at, like, level 20. Like, in the middle of the forest. I'm just like, what is going on? He's like, I don't even know about that one, man. <laughs> it's just, you know, me. Things. But the, the treants last for 60 seconds. Yeah. They have 550 health. They do 22, scaling up to 34 right-click damage. And the cooldown on that is 37 seconds. So there's a 23-second overlap when you can have twice as many trees. Yeah. I'm they do a lot of damage to... Uh, like supports yeah they're strong especially in the laning stage if you're you know it's not like crazy hard to micro them no it really isn't you just get like one control group with your treants one control group with like all of you and you don't have to like jump back and forth that much no i don't think so and you don't like always and i would actually advise not to like you don't really need the trance to attack the wave that much. Like they can mostly hang out with you right. until you want to like secure a last hit. And then you can just get that last hit at an absurdly earlier time. <laughs> like it's really hard right. to deny um, just because there's so much damage because they hit for what'd you say? 22 at level one. At level one. Yeah. But there are, you know, two of them. So yeah, it's quite a bit. Yeah, and you can get a crazy amount of denies with Nature's Prophet as well. It's also f both. Good. It's also fun watching pros like block uh, enemies. Oh. You know, like body block them as they're trying to run away. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You body block. You can uh, send them out to block camps that are spawning. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Send one over to block the pull camp. I again, both my. Most recent Nature's Profit games. One I lost, uh, and one I won. The I was denying so many creeps in lane that the opposing team just left me. <laughs> like I can't even do anything. Like I told you in that other game, I had forty three denies. 
In a previous one, I had like 22 at eight minutes or something. <laughs> and of course, I didn't translate that into a victory <laughs> because I don't know what I'm doing. But I can land really well with them. Yeah. Um, they're super good. And there's a talent at level 15 that gives you five more. So you can get up to 10 with one cast. That's pretty cool. I tend not to get it, but it's very cool. Yeah. The other thing you can do with them, which I use them for a lot later when 34 damage isn't that much anymore, is like moving wards. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you grab them, and I think it's called cloning, where you grab the whole thing, you click on the mini-map, then you shift-remove one of them from the control group, and you click somewhere else on the mini-map, you shift-remove another one, click somewhere else, and then they kind of fan out. How do you shift-remove? Oh, you shift-left-click on the group of selected units at the bottom of your screen uh, of course i mean if you played starcraft this is like <laughs> i see ordinary yeah <laughs> it's like how you send out your zerglings to scout or i see or marines or whatever else people use but um yeah it doesn't always work that well i think it's because i have some kind of weird delay on the minimap mm. so I, I run into trouble with that and of course i just miss micro them too but you do get a lot of vision just by running them across the map and like who cares if they died to a tower you saw where someone wasn't you know yeah no it's good it's really useful and his ultimate also weird really weird wrath of nature it's so odd <laughs> i i predict that i will learn something about it reading this right now i already did yeah <laughs> and i'm a silver tier dota plus nature's prophet uh it is a nuke Damaging energy bounces around the map, striking enemies close to the cast point that are in vision. Each enemy hit beyond the first adds damage. Enemies that die under the spell grant you bonus damage for 50 seconds. This includes creeps. Yes. It's not just... So you get a bunch of bonus damage over the course of uh, the bounces. So the max targets is 18. Base damage is 110 scaling to 170. Each bounce, it does an additional 11% damage. And then for every damage, for every unit that died under the spell, which I think is like a two-second buff on them, or debuff. So they don't have to die from the spell. I think they die within two seconds of getting hit by it. Okay, sure. You gain four scaling up to six damage for 50 seconds. Mm -hmm. And the trick with this is if you're in a team fight, you cast it on the other side of the map, on the mini-map. Yep. And you hope there's fewer than 18 things in between where you clicked it and the enemies you're trying to hit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or like me, you just see a, a big clump of icons, and so you, cl you click it in front of you, and then it bounces over there, and you just walk away with a triple kill. Yeah. It's so weird. And I always forget about the damage. Yes. The attack damage is weird. I didn't know about that until I read it just now. And it can be substantial. I mean, if you get like 10 things, it's like 60 damage. So the scepter also lowers the cooldown and then entangles all enemies it hits. Which kind of sounds good to me. But I don't know that people actually yeah. buy it. I saw someone buy it. Um, I think it was... Because people are coming back to Dota, probably because of the cartoon. They went Aghanim's 
Octarine Refresher, <laughs> which used to give you treants all over the map. Right. But now is just like treant protector ulti unreliable every minute. <laughs> <laughs> it, it didn't work for him. Oh, that's too bad. I should buy it, though. It sounds really good. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe he just wants other <laughs> things. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Um, we could look. We could talk about other things. You do want to do talents? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, oh. Oh, go ahead. This is the thing I've now learned. Okay. About Wrath of Nature. So, we'll do talents. At level ten, you get big twenty damage, which is pretty substantial for a right clicker. Yeah. Or plus 25 Wrath of Nature base damage, which I never understood because I always assumed yeah. <laughs> that it was a static bonus. But if it's 11% per bounce, right, right. that's a big jump on the last guy hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe – I still probably won't because I like 20 damage. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Wrath of Nature is so unreliable. But <clears throat> that's a different calculus. Yeah. What, what do – let me see what the uh, – um, yeah, nobody takes that. Okay. okay. <laughs> Even at high levels. Okay. <laughs> it's probably just too confusing. And the unreliableness. At level 15, you get to choose between plus five treants summoned, meaning you get 10 treants every time you cast. Right. Or plus 25 attack speed. Again, I take the attack speed just because I don't use 10 treants for anything. Yeah, it's a lot of treants. The attack speed's good, depending on how you're playing him. Yeah, and I don't feel like I'm ever short of treants. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe it just, like, is even better for pushing. True, and it, maybe if I was playing, like, position 5 or something, and I wasn't right-clicking that much. Yeah, I think... The if, attack speed yeah, would be. I think if you're playing support, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At level 20, you have 20% cooldown reduction pretty remarkable or plus eight armor which is also very good but i think if you're getting right click to death you're just in the wrong spot (laughs) yeah which i am a lot like i'm not saying (laughs) let's that shouldn't happen to you but like either you're going to get right click to death because you went in the wrong place or you're not like plus eight armor isn't gonna matter that much yeah makes sense and so 20 percent cdr on like your BKB and your Orchid and all your spells seems very good to me. Yeah, it is good. And at level 25, uh, double Treant HP and damage, which I think also affects the greater Treants, which is probably wild because they're very good. Or zero teleportation cooldown. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Every three seconds, you just pop up somewhere else. <laughs> You do whatever you want. You get all the bounty runes. There are no rules. There are no rules anymore. Uh, that's like the ultimate example of Dota's, like, every hero is OP, so nobody is OP. <laughs> <laughs> it's like level 25. He could just go anywhere. Every hero is OP at level 25. That's definitely true. <laughs> yeah. Although, oh, good lord. Treant damage has a enormous win rate advantage at high levels although maybe that's just like we're trying to kill their base as quickly as possible yeah i don't know 
Yeah. Um, uh, in any case, th- those are his talents. They're all good. Yeah. So what do you like to build on this lad? Uh, I go the monkeys for everything that we talked about. I build an orb of corrosion. Uh-huh. Because although you don't get the slow, the minus three armor is really good with your treants because they'll do extra damage right-clicking support or whatever. Then uh, I usually get shoe or treads because he appreciates the additional attack speed. And then Orchid. Orchid as soon as possible. Yeah. Because you can get an Orchid really fast. Sure. And showing up to a team fight in the back lines with an Orchid is incredibly powerful. Yeah. And if someone's running away uh, from a team fight, you could just TP in and you know have your Orchid ready. I even set S, my item uh, hotkey, to be quick cast nice just for my nature's profit orchid yeah very cool and then after that after that you can do whatever you want ac if you're feeling spicy yeah tear down some buildings with the ac scythe yep i have the scythe device cosmetic wow yeah it's like not expensive anymore i remember it used to be super expensive i remember um watching a pro player a while back go like very utility based so it was like power treads back when like uh pipe of insight was an item (laughs) Um, yeah and uh just like all stats all utility just like it was kind of similar or like drums it was like similar to how like Mm. people sometimes used to play um bounty hunter it was just like i have drums and a pipe and you know i'm just kind of annoying (laughs) (laughs) Um, so i think to some extent that's like i I mean i wouldn't recommend building pipe but like i think there's a world in which you could still do like i don't know like something a little bit outside the box yeah, you could do an early Greaves or something. Well, that'd be, you could probably get Greaves really early. That'd be interesting. And you just pop into a, any team fight and fire off Greaves for everyone? Yeah. I'm kind of interested in, like, Drum. I just feel like it would help him gank and push. Yeah. I mean, it does all the stuff you want. Yeah. But then, like you said, there's, like, all the... You can go, like, all single target, you know, Orchid, yeah. uh if you wanted to go like Desolator, like, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's all yeah, fine. The, yeah, the Nature's Prophets in your games will go, uh, will jungle from minute zero and go Midas Shadowblade. Wasn't there a time when you could, like, at like level one, you would like <laughs> TP to a cliff and like slowly yep. right click a jungle camp? Yep, you see able to, to cliff jungle with Furion, and uh, I think you could even cliff jungle ancients or something. That's wild. Yeah, that's dreadful. Uh, I can't imagine that would be good. He's such a good laner. Yeah, he's a good laner. Like just lane him. Oh, there used to be a, a, a jungle position. Yeah, true. Um, just pick, yeah, you know, I don't know, Doom. Doom. <laughs> <laughs> What uh? 
what else do you want to say for this this lad? Uh, he's really fun. If he sounds fun, I think you'll find him fun. That's my recommendation. Yeah, don't be but, don't be super intimidated by the micro. I didn't play him for yeah. you know however long I've been playing Dota six years, seven years, because um, I was like, ah, oh, micro, you got to think about a lot of stuff. Um, it's not that much micro. You don't have to be like a wizard to uh, get like some decent utility out of the treants. Like it's okay if you're not like sending one individual tree every. 30 seconds you know <laughs> to to be a mobile ward somewhere you know like it's it's okay <laughs> yeah if like you don't always have a tree in the rush pit right exactly it's fine <laughs> but it's but then he's still super fun to watch players like you know seb or ice 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 or whatever who are yeah yeah you know superhuman at that kind of stuff yeah i think um i think the thing that's cool about him is that like you have to think about different things than you normally would in a dota game mm. um like you you want to be a bit in the laning phase you want to be a bit more aware of the other lanes and how they're going and if you can like sneak in a tp and help um and then like just the way you play is different given that you have a free tp essentially at like all times ready to go <laughs> yeah um and then like sprout is a pretty creative skill like you can use it on yourself defensively you can use it offensively when you're ganking um and he i don't know he's just a cool i think he forces you to to change your perspective a bit on the game so that that can feel kind of fresh that's a good call that's a good way to put it i was trying to think of the same idea I think that's a a very good way to put it that's what you think about different things that's why they pay me the big bucks jim there you bringing go. you this content <laughs> from from my one game of nature's Pod. There you go. Did you win? Oh no, it was a it was a turbo game, and we lost miserably because because <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> there you go. Um, should we move on to noobs ass noobs? Sounds good. Right. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is, always prepare for war. Noobs ass noobs. Let's see. The first question is from Rex Cow. He has a series of questions on New England states. Mm. He first asks, what is the difference between Vermont and New Hampshire? Vermont looks like a V. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you tell the difference did you know that uh no i like that though that's that's great yeah <laughs> um i lived in boston for a time ah. um maybe i should bring in mrs pirate to explain the di- she's from boston uh to explain the difference to everyone of vermont and new hampshire oh very well are we having a guest uh a guest on the podcast right now? No, I suspect she'll just say that there is no difference and everybody just pretends to be from Boston. Right. And they're, <laughs> they're not. I bet. Okay, hold on. I'm getting updates now. Oh, good. And what's New Hampshire? It's libertarian. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. New Hampshire is libertarian and uh, sometimes 
votes Republican, and ah. Vermont is Bernie Sanders. Okay, that makes sense. I know a lot of people in Vermont Medicaid. Um, that's one difference between Vermont and New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, should we move on to his next question about New England? <laughs> yes, his follow-up is, does Rhode Island exist? Uh, I can confirm that it does uh, in the yep. physical sense. I have been there. I grew up on Long Island. People get it confused with Long Island. Really? <laughs> People who are like not from the East Coast are like okay. get Rhode Island and Long Island confused. Um, okay. Uh, we might live there at some point in our lives, depending on how things shake out. If Adriana gets into residency there, we will we will go to Brown. <laughs> okay. Um, we go to Providence, Rhode Island, and uh, yeah. Well, I know a ton of people in Rhode Island Medicaid. <laughs> well, look at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can also confirm that it exists. I have a brother-in-law who lives there. Uh, a sister-in-law who is a healthcare provider in Rhode Island. It's fine it's very nice what was that uh like serial-esque podcast about um provincetown <laughs> or no not provincetown it was about providence and it was about like crime the crime mobs oh, man. in I don't know. providence shoot i don't know yeah there's lots of organized crime in Island. yeah didn't know that until i listened to this podcast which of course yeah like the whole government's like really corrupt and stuff yeah <laughs> now i can't even remember the name of it so <laughs> learn learned a <laughs> <Yeah>. lot <laughs> They have good ice cream, though. Oh, delicious. Yeah, I've enjoyed their ice cream. <laughs> Sam Trilling, other Sam, as he has been uh, titled, yep. asks, what would happen if competitive Dota moved to a 3-2 or 3-1-1 pick phase instead of 2-2-1? Huh. This is all you. I, I barely watch anymore, so I don't have my finger on the pulse of you know what even the status quo is yeah i think two two one and three one one wouldn't be that much of a difference obviously it would right like if you're picking and banning and figuring out when to pick stuff like there would be changes in like the offlane carry four positions kind of area but i think the three two would be pretty substantial because you don't have that last pick which is usually, you know, mid versus mid. Mm -hmm. Right. Or some, like, key counter pick. Right. You'd have to leave, like, two things open that you wanted going into that pick phase. It seems like, in that case, the out pick, the out drafts might become, like, more severe, right? Yeah, maybe. Like, there would be more variance, maybe? I'm not sure. Yeah, you might. it might be harder to do, like, one pick draft wins yeah like where you get like a last pick cheese pick and oh they just won like broodmother or pl or right whatever right like, to the extent a competitive third team wouldn't you know hedge against pl but still yeah maybe that okay yield raven asks what would happen to best of series if the selected heroes in prior games were automatically removed from the available pool in subsequent games? They would get better. <laughs> Didn't they? they there um, was a tournament like that. Yeah. Was that uh, the Midas mode? Uh, no, it was elimination mode. Elimination mode. 
Very cool. Best of five becomes like crazy with Captain's Mode Elimination. I think that's fun because it it can get very stale watching these games. Where it's just like, okay, who's yeah. going to get the meta picks? <laughs> like, How many games of whatever is strong can we watch? Yeah, not only that. Like, What about... Because if you follow professional commentators, they always say that professional players play like four heroes. Mm. You know, like GH played... Earthshaker, Coddle, and I. Right. And that's it. Like, for their TI win. That's, like, why Wings won. Right, yeah. Because they were just like, we'll, we'll, we'll play anything. <laughs> what if we just do this? Or, or OG, like, what if we just did carry Aya? Right, right. On the day before TI. Right. So, yeah, I think it would be awesome because you could ban out Io for the whole series. And then you'd have new bans. I think it would be amazing if they did that. I think they should. Well, I think he's he's saying though if like only the heroes that are that were played would then be oh. removed. But I I think that's still good. Still good. Yeah, I think that's yeah. good. Um I, yeah, I'm I mean they'll never do it that way. But it would also yeah. like add like a lot of depth of like okay, like if you know like do we think we can like sneak this one hero through to like the next game? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. No, I think it'd be cool. Yeah, it'd be very cool. Popo Nahu asks if there were an international Dota day, what day would it be and why? He suggested March 10th because each game has three lanes and 10 heroes. I saw one person, uh, Colonel Squid, I believe, on the Discord, suggested March 22nd for 322, the famous Dota meme. Do you have any ideas for International Dota Day? No, I really don't. <laughs> Let's just put it on I... whatever Slax's birthday is. He's the best. <laughs> oh, that's a good call, actually. <laughs> yeah, it should be Slax's birthday. Let's let's get our uh, research assistants on. Yeah, let's dox out. him. <laughs> And we'll get uh, the National Archives or whoever's in charge of holidays in the United States <laughs> to put it on the calendar. Uh, Rex Cow says, how many teams did at 201469266631852032 play on in WLDL? That's Baby Bok Choy. Ah. What is the pro sport equivalent? She played on Arian's team. She played on our team. She played on Mosaic Maid. <laughs> Did she play on anyone else? I feel like she might have played on other people. Too. Probably. Um, she was also the actual caster of a game of ours hmm. in which she played. <laughs> like she cast it to the WLD Twitch. <laughs> it's hard because... Um... You know, I think the sports equivalent would be like a journeyman who's not good at Dota, right? <laughs> who, who are not good at their sport, right? Who's like just yeah. like at like replacement level. So they just like, you know, bounce around for a 10 year career and, you know, they play on 10 different teams. But yeah, Charlene's actually good right. and nice and can play on basically any team because she just wants everyone else to succeed. And and she won't flame you ever. So uh, yeah, she didn't flame us, right? Exactly. <laughs> and so there's so I have no, 
Yeah, I, it's hard for me to think of a sports one because she's like, like what like above average player has played on a ton of teams and is really nice. <laughs> yeah, the the nice thing is challenging because I was thinking like the NHL is a good example because there's always like a flurry of trades right before the Stanley Cup, right before the trade deadline in preparation for the playoffs. Okay, we're like. A team that's looking at potentially rebuilding can trade away a star who wants a chance to win the cup um, to another team. Mm-hmm. And so for a while in the mid-90s, there was this guy, Claude Lemieux, who played for a long time on the Canadiens, and then he was on the Devils, and he won the Stanley Cup on the Devils. And then he went to Colorado... And won the Stanley Cup on Colorado, the like the next year. And then he came back to the Devils like two or three years later and won the Stanley Cup with them then. And it was always in these like trades just to say, oh, we want this guy on our team. But he was very not nice. <laughs> I think it is a basketball reference. I think mm. Charlene is Shane Battier. Oh. Uh, who only played for three teams, but like across. So he he was involved in like four different trades. So like he played for the Grizzlies, then the Rockets, then went back to the Grizzlies, then ended up on the Miami Heat. Ah. So the reason though is that he, I think he's like a pretty beloved teammate. Um, yeah. Stats nerds like love him. He he yeah. like fits on any team great teammate and um is apparently super smart so that i thought fit because charlene's also very smart that's a good call i have very conflicting feelings about shane battier because at one level i'm a nerd sure and i i love that he with daryl morey worked out the highest expectation value shot in the nba and he just sat in the corner for like three seasons waiting for threes oh yeah on houston uh-huh. yeah on the other hand, he was on Duke. Yeah. And he took so many charges that weren't charges. Yeah. And I, but he does seem very nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he might be a good Charlene. I wish Charlene didn't go to Duke, but that's fine. That's, that's, well, that's why we like her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Last question. Dora Le Destroyer asks. Valve has requested your vocal talents to re-record voice lines for a hero of your choice. Which hero do you choose and why? Can I tell you something, Sam? Yeah, please. I was going to do this. Remember when you used to be able to mod the sounds in Dota? Yeah. So I started to do that. (laughs) And I had a friend who I was going to give a printout of all the voice lines from Pudge. Wow. And he has never played Dota. He's never seen it. I wasn't going to tell him anything about it. I was just going to be like record these oh that's fun i like that how you think it would be funny and i was going to edit them all in and i had them all copied down and i sent him an email and he was going to get ready to do it i had a spreadsheet to like track them all into like the vpks and or whatever you have to do and then they patched it so you couldn't do that anymore that's a that's a loss that's a real loss oh man it would have been so funny because he was a like legitimately like comedian level funny person yeah that's cool and he like not knowing anything about it would have been very funny so the question is, <laughs> we the actual question. We Jim. are recording lines for a hero. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, this. Who would you pick? Who's yours? <laughs> well, it's kind of hard because, like, no matter what, I'm gonna do a worse job, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I mean, these people are professionals. Yeah, and also, like, like I think the voice and like sound design of Dota is like maybe the best part of Dota. Yeah. So like. <laughs> I don't know. This feels hard. Maybe I would do Razor because I've heard that um, Razor's voice like really bothers some people. Greg, Greg hates Razor's voice. I mean, not that my voice would be less annoying, but like, <laughs> uh, maybe I would have like a decent shot at. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what about you? I like the idea of you doing Razor though, because Razor, like, there a lot of his lines are. Like dad joke puns, are they? And I feel like the way you deliver them would be like so tongue in cheek, <laughs> and you'd giggle at the end, and it would be really fun to listen to. <laughs> like, there's no way you could get them out without. Let me read some of his. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I was thinking, Razor's really good. I was thinking of doing one of the ones that, like, Io. Oh, the beeps. <laughs> Yeah, but but reading them, <laughs> like beep, beep, beep. That's v- very on brand. <laughs> so you would do like like um, Phoenix squawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like whatever it says on the wiki for Phoenix. I would just do. I would just read that. Nice. So Phoenix is a strength hero. His responses. It doesn't even say anything. It just has the... That's disappointing. Yeah. Ra- yeah, I would just read some kind of transcript <laughs> of what of what it was. Yeah, Razor does have some puns. With Razor, you get the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Gold is a great conductor. Gold is a great conductor. I'll give you static. <laughs> See, there, there. There's the giggle. <laughs> so stupid uh, yeah once they let us mod the game again i'll i'll get all of your your voice lines for razor and we'll we'll upload it okay to the discord that would actually be a lot of work there are a lot of lines here like for example it, yeah. the aha ha 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 versus the ha 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 no we just have to like record you watching a movie like a comedy movie that you love and all your actual laughs we just edit in yeah yeah that'd be, that'd and be the entire game would just be listening to sam laugh uh that might be because we wouldn't edit them down they'd be like one minute and eight second clips that'd be tough <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome greg <laughs> all right well i enjoyed this episode i hope everyone else did too yep we did it we did. It's over. We'll see you next time. Uh, see you next time. Come to our Discord. Play games with us. Uh, if you are just listening to We Like Dota because you started watching a cartoon and Googled for podcasts, uh, head on over to We Like Dota and follow links to our Discord, and we'll play some games with you. Yeah. Unless unless you're mean. Yeah, don't be mean. Don't be mean. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.